time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore More Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me today is Big Chad. What's up, bitches? Big Johnny D, the Fluff Master Supreme. What's going on, Gorehounds? And here to protect and serve the return of Officer Bob. I think he's having audio issues. Wait and see. Oh. <laughs> he just leaves. He just leaves. Well, he was, he was mouthing and he was nothing was coming out. So. <laughs> I don't know why I come on so late. Hi, everybody. Jesus. There you go. Why do you come so late? I don't know about that. <laughs> Stop it's, a, it's, it's a build up. What can I say? <laughs> so today is May 17th, 2021, and we got a doozy of an episode for you today. But you know what time it is? It's time for your Big Johnny D, what did you do, buddy? Oh, man, what did I do? I did the homeowner bullshit as of yesterday, and I did some excavating and uh, some shrubbery removal. Shrubbery. 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 And, uh, yeah, shoveled a lot of fucking stone. Thank God I had a tractor and a backhoe to do a lot of the manual labor, but still had to do a bunch. And I'm not going to lie, man. I feel like I was at the fucking gym all day yesterday. (laughs) Today, I'm a little sore. Johnny. Are you, you going to take my are you going to take my advice to build a moat? Build a moat. I want to build a moat. Drawbridge that shit. Right. He's getting some alligators in that fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, no, pretty much did that. Did uh, fatality. We did, Brody and I uh, covered episode eight. Did injustice. Nice. Uh, God's among us. Love I'm a huge fan. Brody wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I think he still enjoyed it. But check that episode out. Also, shout out to another Project Louder brother, TJ, my, TJ and myself. We joined uh, Lord Scoob and Steve Vasquez mm-hmm. on his Project Louder podcast known as Somewhat Supernatural. We did that Friday night. And uh, Boss Man, what did we cover? Sam Squinch. Yeah, we did. That's good so shit. Go check out that juicy episode. I believe that was episode 10 for Scoops. Yeah, 10, Interdimensional Sam Squinch. Sweet. So, Yeah. <laughs> Did a bunch of podcasts in the last couple of days, so I could almost steal Boss Man's line, but I'm not. <laughs> and yeah, I don't have as many on the deck, nor will ever. But other than that, man, just did a little bit of gaming and fuck, man, just been relaxing the rest of the week, enjoying this goddamn delicious weather. It yo, so nice out. Yo, yo, you see the Mario Kart and Donkey Kong rumors? What? They, they, they're gonna, what? they're gonna drop a new Donkey Kong for the Switch, and they're gonna drop a new Mario Kart Nine, motherfucker. God damn it! It's about fucking time. Yeah. Because even though I love Mario Kart on the Switch, that's just the Wii U. Eight. Which just proves that the last Mario Kart that they just released is just a fucking gimmick. Huh. It's just a what? carryover oh, from the Wii U. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, that one is. Are you? You're talking about no, home well, circuit, though, right? Yeah, you're talking about that. Yo, oh, that's that, great yeah. gimmick, dude. Oh, absolutely. And I'm surprised my dumbass almost didn't buy it. I really wanted to, but I couldn't justify spending a hundred bucks yeah, on each car. A hundred bucks. I know. Dude, right. Two hundred bones off the TV. Oh, two hundred bones that. to get two cars right off oh, the bat, dude. And oh, I'm like. Sh- sit on a I, twist. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't justify it, dude. You know what I mean? Like. 
I ended up getting just a Mario Kart RC car for half the fucking price for the daughter. And I'm like, good enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Shit, I you could have built you could have built a go-kart for a hundred bucks. That would have ran great. At the same time, if Nintendo totally goes its gimmicky route, like it always does, and I kind of hope it does, when we get all these new rail shooter games coming back out for it, I'm uh, hoping. I just want to say, I just want to I just want to say Linus Tech Tapes tips teases a new light gun that works with LCD panels the same week that they dropped the House of the Dead remake trailer. That's all I've got to say, baby. Nice. Upon us. Nice. So that's what I'm hoping for. Give me something new. Because what? The Wii we had, the fucking little Wii blaster that you put the bullshit in. Resident Evil Survival Survivor remake. Well, here's the thing. They can, and they can already do it, though, because the Switch, which I think most of us have, we're not using that fucking real time. I do not have the switch. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. The bottom on the right one has an IR sensor already, right? Okay. You can literally do what you did for the Wii and just make an insert for but the Joy Cons. I, I want, I want straight up real like tracking. I don't want that Wii bullshit. I. It depends on how they do it. I want it to be, be able. Okay, if you can, make if they can, if they can make it cost effective, yes, right, cost effective. Yeah. Make it as much as a pro controller, and yeah. allow it to like connect on its own without having to be connected to anything else. Make it an official Nintendo See, product. No, and that's fine. I. When's the last time they did that though? Super Scope Six. I mean, they didn't have anything for GameCube. And well, we haven't. Nope, we haven't had a modern uh, no. uh, light gun. Like I said, no, the, Wii was the, the Wii was the last one with the Wii blaster. So, so the last thing they made was the light gun. <laughs> the Super Scope 6. The D-Evo gun. Yeah, we're just proving our point even more. They only they only make light guns. Like, but, yeah. Fuck that. Let's go back to what we're talking about here. Yeah! Life and I want to hear... Like, come on, we need to do we this, do. John. It's, 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 we need to do it's this. bubbling hard, you know what I mean? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it, it needs to happen. But, Chad, buddy, how's yeah. you been? I have been well, thank you. Just another normal week of work and then relaxing on the weekend. Uh, like I just mentioned in the chat, uh, over the weekend we went to a monster truck show, and I think Ooh. I suffered brain damage because now everything smells like truck exhaust. Two days that later. just means you cleared out your sinuses. Give it a day. Or wait, two. wait, wait. Did, oh, you wash, did you wash the clothes that you wore there yet? Like, are they still in your hamper? Yeah, they're still in the hamper. But dude, That's I was smelling why. it. No, I was no. I was at work still smelling it. Mm. It, it is like stuck in my nostrils. It's horrible. Why that don't you next a... time just go to a drag racing show and tell me what you really smell? Oh, I'd love to. Wait, a drag show? I love to. A drag uh, no, no, a drag racing show. show. You'll, oh, okay. You'll wait, smell all the you nice ass. Wait, 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 wait. Those hairs. They have, <laughs> they have a drag drag racing show. Ooh. I feel like that's a niche Tied that needs to happen. Yeah, I'll that's hilarious. Make it annual Project Ladder drag drag racing show. <laughs> Come on, Chad. That, it's Chad be a you'll get used to that like, smell. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's just so weird. because like all, even higher heels. All day yesterday. 
<laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Mike, you can leave. You can leave. You can leave on a high note now. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it, everybody. That's great. That's it. <laughs> oh shit! Now I completely forgot where I was going. But yeah, no, I, all I can smell is car exhaust. Oh god, that's so funny. Fuck, <laughs> dude. Somebody write that down. DJ, write it down now eagles. while you know. Yeah, that's gold. It's recorded. It's good. That's gold, Jerry. That's gold. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Okay, yeah, so get back on track. But no, like so Johnny, you, like, you know. You couldn't like you, even just as much as you blew your nose, it was still just there. It's still there yeah. right now. <laughs> I've blown my nose several times. It's it's there for a it's while. You blow it, it just won't go away. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it happens, dude. Sometimes after four hours, you got to call a doctor. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. They suggest continuing but, uh, on, Chad. No, like look, Johnny. You know, I was, I was doing a little bit of gaming over the weekend. I started uh, playing Dying Light. Which is a ah, yeah. yeah. That is the parkour one, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which I wasn't sure if I was gonna like that, but it actually really is cool. It's a lot like uh, parkour. A bit of a, a bit of a parkour. 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 That's right. <laughs> parkour. <laughs> yeah. Let's just move on, Bobby. How was your week, buddy? <laughs> Uh, Bobby's feeling a little beclemsed right now. He's. I think he missed us last week. Yep. He did. I did. I, I yeah. Last yeah, I did. But uh, oh no, my weekend weekend was good. Um, I was buying way more horror shit once again. I sent some pictures in the chat before of some of the updates that I have. Um, one of the updates being the old McFarlane uh, Leatherface 18 inch that took forever to find. And this is actually a mint mint. Like there's one crease as I, I'm not surprised, but it's the most mint I've ever seen one of them in person. So I was like, uh, take my money and walk away with the card and I'll get it back another day. So, but uh, other than that, it was just chill. I was working yesterday, so it was a tiring day. But other than buying shit and keep buying shit, now working on a couple of other things for uh, cosplays and shit. I got a few shoots in June coming up. So I got a few things trying to get done and then try to get started on a few things. But just keeping busy. It's been busy. May, I hate the month of May. It's way too busy. That's all I'm going to say. I hate the month of May to the passion. But it's going to be May. Fuck May. <laughs> I think my Fuck wow. I think my internet's stroking. I think my internet's stroking out because like everybody's picture is frozen except for mine. Yeah, you're you're red barred like a motherfucker, buddy. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, my but uh, no, my weekend was good. It was chill, uh, rearranging, working, all that good stuff. So I have no complaints. So, but now certain things are done. Now I can be at peace a little bit and try to chill out a little more while I move on to some other projects. Boss man, how about you? Well, as I say every week, guys, I did this, that, and everything else. Now I'm just kidding. Podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. You know, breaking hearts and podcast charts. Uh, did somewhat supernatural, as uh, Mr. Big Johnny D said, and it was 
fantastic catch out on uh, project louder.net your source for pop culture and so much more shameless plug right there baby so uh yeah i really didn't do much this week not a lot of uh, movie news coming out other than that they finally dropped that fast times at ridgemont high blu-ray from criterion and the howard the duck 4k pre-order is up baby boom 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 if you want to see ducks getting it on go do that now but let's talk tremors to aftershocks from 1996 let's get it on baby so this week's film is tremors 2 aftershocks Directed by S.S. Wilson, written by Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson, produced by Nancy Roberts and Christopher DeFaria, starring Fred Ward as Earl Bassett, Christopher Garton as Grady Hoover, Ellen, Helen, Helen Shaver as Dr. Kate Riley, credited as Kate White, Michael Gross as Burt Gummer, Marcello Tubert as Sir Carlos Ortega, Marco Hernandez as Julio and Jose Rosario as Pedro. Music by Jay Ferguson. Cinematography by Virgil L. Harper. Edited by Bob Ducasi. Distributed by Universal Pictures. Released April 9th, 1996. Runtime mm. of 97 Miniozzo's budget for million. Gross the fuck if we don't know. Oh, wait. Direct to video. So probably made a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, trailer. I'm back. And that was perfect timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. roll that beautiful bean footage, baby. Yeah. They lay dormant for years, waiting for the chance to appear once again. Now they're back, and they'll find you no matter where you try to hide. team of dedicated professionals can stop them. We need someone, an expert, to eliminate these creatures, to go grab oil hunting. This time, they're prepared. Preparing to fire. You smoked his ass. Doing what I can with what I got. This time, they're motivated. 50,000 for each grab oil. This time, they're one step ahead. Get off the ground! There's only one problem. This time, the worms have turned. Something's wrong with our worm, Earl. It's a whole new ball game. It's a whole new goddamn ball game. The worms changed somehow. Now we've got these things. I am completely out of ammo. They wrecked your car. The radio tower. How can they be so smart? We're like sitting ducks here. Come get me, you suckers. You hungry? If I can just get to your truck, I can grab some bombs. Tremors 2. Aftershocks. Starring Fred Ward, Michael Gross, Christopher Garton, and Helen Shaver. Damn worms never cut you any slack. No, they, no, they don't, Fred Ward. No, they don't. Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome back. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty cool trailer, huh? Not bad, dude. Not bad at all. Yeah, you know, I'm going to put this uh, up there with, like, Jaws 2 on the level of sequel quality. It's good stuff. Oh yeah, um, I was ashamed yeah, I when it. I learned when I learned that it was directed video. I'm like, I, I thought and, this would have been successful. You know, it kind of plays on it too. Whenever the uh, the new guy Grady mm-hmm. kind of he mentions that uh, uh, that he's not that guy, kind of says a right. reference to he he knows he's not Kevin Bacon, but at least I'm trying. 
Yeah, and, like, right. he, and he references that within his dialogue there whenever he says I'm not the same guy. Uh, and I think he does a good job. I think that the dialogue between Mr. Uh, Bassett and Hoover are just is just fantastic. I mean, it's not no bacon, but like, no, no. it's pretty good. It's like uh, maybe like a Baconator Jr. A Baconator Jr. <laughs> so well, I don't know why, and it might just be to me, but he this dude feels like he was like almost like trying to be Chris O'Donnell in the mid 90s or something. I don't know what it maybe because he kind of looked like it a little bit, too. A little bit. Yeah, he did. I, I don't know. Like, he, I remember when I was a kid, I always used to think it was. And I was like, no, wait. He, no. he just had that certain quality to him. And was like, mm, you're almost there. But I don't it know. Was, it was just the 90s dude. You know what I mean? T- a typical yeah. 90s dude, if you kind of get. Yeah, he had the hat. Dude, I had that. <laughs> dude, I had that hat. <laughs> right? Like, I could never tell what the hell was on his necklace. Oh, oh, oh. Katie's cutting in. I'm here talking about one of those extremely rare horror sequels. It's extremely entertaining and doesn't take itself too long series. And that is Tremors 2. Now, let me start off by saying, Mr. John, fantastic fucking pick this week, mate. It was actually really cool to go back and revisit this film because I couldn't remember diddly squat about this film. <laughs> and it was kind of cool going back in blindfolded after all these things to uh, suss it out. Um, especially having been a huge fan of the first one. And I tell you what, this film is I'm dying. highly entertaining in that sense. I mean, there was a our new segment, buddy. We've been working on this for weeks. But just as a show, you don't need the old animated to make a really great film. I guess he was good in the first film. That proves that theory, you know? They do introduce a new character in a sense, and I was a bit iffy about him, humming and harming, but by the end of the film, you sort of tolerate his bullshit, and you're like, yeah, he's okay. Okay. Um, sorry if you can hear these fuckers next door. Unfortunately, they don't fucking sleep. They're like vampires. So I don't think they're going to be doing that. I do like to introduce a new species of these graboids. Now they can actually walk on the earth. I'm digging the background music. Basically, like... Careless bullshit. That's gonna that's gonna fade out on future um, episodes. And you hear him. Um, you know, it'd be a more appropriate theme song for the background is uh, the old Big Valboski's theme song. Very, very eighties. Yeah, I mean, you can put up with it. They don't really show too much of it, I suppose. But in that, yeah, in that sense, but yeah, like Bert, um, when Bert comes to town, you know, she's all fucking ready to rock and roll. He's all go. Uh, the explosive, the guns, next level in this, and I, I love it. I live for that shit. And it was kind of cool how that had to come up with interesting ways to kill that. Not only well not only kill these things, but they get more money if they capture them alive. So it was actually interesting um, to see how they try and play that out. So, yeah, very, very fun sequel. Um, so that leads me to giving it a Goromor score, and that would be a solid 3.8. Like I said, very, very fun sequel. It's actually a really highly underrated sequel in that sense. But yeah, in saying that, uh, this is your DKB signing out. I hope you have a great day or night. And uh, yeah, I shall catch you boys next week. So, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> the 
fucking neon light. All right. um, <laughs> after all of that. Um... What do you guys think of the new segment? That was great. Cutting in. Love it. No, cutting in. And it will always be to interrupt you guys. It will always be played to interrupt one of you guys. That's fine. I love that. How about about that right there? No, him popping in like that be a show and then him ending with that song. That's that's a show. That that 30 that's a 30 second show. <laughs> that's almost like the uh the song that they play when they want to kick somebody off. Hey, stage. speaking of shows, episode 3 of The Machine Shop is up. Oh, yes it is. Yeah, it My is. other show is up. Please go check it out. Been trying to have it with it's going to advertise advertising. <laughs> and we've had our daily dose of the C word. Fuck it, eh. Thank you, Brody. That's so funny. Holy shit. Well, I tried. I was really hoping to take a picture of this one guy, by the way, that was at the monster truck show. I swear to God, it was the American Brody Kane. Heather, the same place I got the pussy pouts. (laughs) No shit. That's awesome. Yeah, All right, yin and yang, motherfucker. I, I don't, but I don't know whose sign I want more, yours or Brody's. Right? <laughs> hey, John. Yeah, buddy. Why don't you give me a sign and read the plot rundown, baby? Boom! I can do that, sir. They're back. The giant underground creatures that terrorize a desert town in Tremors are now plowing their way through Mexican oil fields, gobbling up everything and everyone around (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Everyone around, and only one man can stop them. In the style of its predecessor, this comedy sci-fi creature feature reunites Fred Ward as the down-on-his-luck Earl Bassett and Michael Gross as gung-ho survivalist Burt Gummer. Fucking goddamn it! Hell yeah. We have a f- official Burt Gummer day now. That's how great this character has become. Um, two desert desperados who take on the task of destroying the monsters. Partner with them is Grady Hoover, a young guy in the need of kicks, cash, and career change. And Kate Riley, mm, a sexy and intrepid oh. scientist who has seen it all. The seventy-four. Wow. Until now. <laughs> Together they devise an ingenious plan for tracking and killing the creatures. Bum, bum, bum. Or do they? Hmm. Things like the change on the fly as we learn in the Tremor series. We got a lot of sequels. Yes, we do. And you know what? This one. Wait, wait, wait. Chad, provide yes. context for the review. Okay, so the reason we are reviewing Tremors 2 instead of Tremors 1, and I was uh, hoping you guys would give me a chance to say something, is because we actually, on our crossover, we were on uh, Comics and Kaijus covering Tremors. So we decided instead of covering Tremors twice, we convinced John, and it did not take a lot of arm twisting, (laughs) to change his pick to Tremors 2. It was so like, within what about a two month period we're we're doing Tremors one and two. Hell yeah, because we did what Tremors back in February. Uh, yeah. it was like that. I think it was the end of February we were doing in that it. episode. We covered Tremors and The Witcher, I believe. Yes, yes sir. Yes, we did. That was the first comic. It was a good comic. Um, yeah, go check that shit out. ProjectLadder.net. Shameless plug number two. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was as hard as. Hey, John, you want to cover Tremors 2 instead of your Tremors spot? And my answer was, fuck yes, I do. There we, go. <laughs> we really twisted his arm, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, that was a hard one right there. Just hold on. Let me hand it up. Which, by, the way, by the way, it made my youngest daughter very happy. 
Yeah. Is it made Travis my daughter very upset because she paper? wanted to watch it. We were like, go to bed. We, we, had, we, had, to, we had to give John the good old, yeah. to, you know, get him going Does for the, it. Uh, three movie rule apply to Tremors? Uh, yeah. So funny enough, that know. was actually asked of me last night. And I, I said, we will probably discuss that today. Mm-hmm. So if we go three, we know we're ending it on a bad note because we're going into the ass blasters. Exactly. Back to perfection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd almost rather cover four. But I also don't want to skip it, good or bad. Correct. I mean, it and has we good moments. Back to perfection. We literally get to go see the fucking town again. So that's rad as fuck. Um, despite some yeah. shitty CGI, it's cool to see the, the new not, version. Okay, listen. It's not as terrible as I like. No. I mean, it's pretty bad. But it's not as terrible as I'm trying to like make it sound. I think it's just the worst one out of the series. It's not this film. No, keep no. in mind, though, we have plenty of time to discuss this because we're not even going to get to it until next year. Anyway. No. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's definitely this year's chock full. It is. Um, but, yeah, let, I'm glad we got to watch this movie, dude, because obviously big fan of the series, as we previously talked. I, I Chad, TJ, Bobby, everybody is like I actually watched this one more than the first. Yeah, I feel like it was on TV more than the first, although the first sci-fi was channel? also on TV. Chad, did this get played on the you, sci-fi channel a lot? Yes, it did. USA. Okay. USA hardcore dude. Mm-hmm. That's where I watched it the most. Yeah, they ran this the first one and the second one usually back to back. It was like every other Saturday. You could almost fucking bet your money. <laughs> See, that's that's another discussion that's being brought up. A little sidebar, real quick here, uh, in the film preservation and collecting community is uh, the preservation of television movies and how that's just simply not happening. So Chad would probably be able to shine more light on this. There's a lot of films that were released just on television that we aren't ever probably going to see the light of day and aren't getting released. Vinegar Syndrome with their televised terror box set, volume one, which they just dropped, uh, it pre- might be like the first hint at somebody trying to do that. But because it was made. Screen Factory did it first. Okay. What'd they do? Uh, I think it was called Televised Terrors, something like okay. that. So they 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 uh, they took the S away for vinegar syndrome. It's, so, uh, it's something close to that. I don't remember exactly okay. what it's called. Hmm. And I, I actually think that one of the movies were the same for vinegar syndrome's release is, is uh, the Screen Factory one. Probably. Fuck. Uh, I just know that people are bitching about the artwork for Televised Terror, and I'm right there with you, people. So whoever's running Vincent right now, change that shit up. Uh, there's a guy named Corey Kaufman that does really good artwork. So you could probably hit him up and he can do a lot better than the fucking bullshit that you're giving us right now. I will not buy that because of the artwork. I will not spend the money. Okay, so moving on. Chad? That bad, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'll show yeah. you guys later. All right. I'll take your word for it. Um, unless we got any more discussions, I'm interested to see what Chad's got behind them curtains. Yeah, oh, this is I would one, be delighted. This is, this is the one movie I want to hear what, what is behind the scenes. I'll, I'll give you what I found. I mean, it's not... Right, exactly. I just think it would be like super, super chunky. But. Yeah, it's, it's not as in-depth as like The Shining because it's not The Shining. Right, obviously. But I will say I did enjoy this movie a whole lot. And this was, I want to say like the third time I've seen it. I, I didn't really watch this a lot, but I have seen it a few times. Like I definitely yeah. saw it when it first came out. And then, you know, at least once, excuse me, at least once or twice since then. But it's been a really long time. I got to admit, just like Bobby, I did not realize it was direct-to-video. I don't know yeah. why. I thought this one might have got theater release, and then I, obviously the third one definitely was. But huh. 
I still uh, love it, it, If you guys know, we'll noticed, I actually, there's no theatrical poster. I posted the VHS tape to share mm. it yesterday. Yeah. The picture I shared was actually of the original VHS, VHS tape. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, there was, no, uh, there was no weird variations. Again, the potential there was, was there crazy. to make just as much money. I mean, look at Jason Goes to Hell and how much money it made with uh, v- VHS sales alone. Because they right. had to buy two, four of each. Yep. Hmm. Anyway, Chad, get behind the curtain. Ooh. Okay. So this my wow, first thing, my first bit my first bit actually does kind of touch in on that. Okay. So originally, Kevin Bacon and Reba McIntyre were both written to the script and expected to return as their characters from the first movie. Reba declined due to a massive tour she was currently on at the time, and uh, while Kevin Bacon showed interest, he ultimately turned it down to film Apollo thirteen. Ah. Universal was pining for these two to return, and when neither did, the budget was dropped from seventeen million to four million, and production oh. was handed over to the direct-to-video division. It was originally supposed to go to theaters, uh. but because of those two dropping out and the budget dropping, ah. Universal just couldn't see a way to uh, really. And there was like massive campaigns and everything to get them to put this into theaters, and they just it just wasn't. Uh, they don't want to take that financial risk. So here's my issue, or not issue, I guess, but like I wonder what they would have been contracted to get and how much more would have actually been able to be spent on the film in itself had they been given that original budget. Yeah. Because how, like, how much did you say the budget was? Four million? It was 17. Yeah, this right? was four. It was originally supposed to be 17. You got to right. figure Bacon and Reba alone. Jason goes to hell with two and a half. half. Right, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you think those two stars? What do you? Would you say? What do you? What would you guess that they would have to take or they would want? I would say at least a mil each. Uh, yeah, this I, time. I mean, this right. is '90s. This was okay. When so was this Apollo was actually. Man? Uh, oh, man, was like, 2000 maybe? No, that was 2000. No, no, no. It no, was no, 2000. No. 2000 wasn't it, it just, i think 2000 2001 but no this was remember keep in mind this this was actually filmed in 94 and sat in the show for two years uh-huh. oh so they would have been filming it back then around the 94 you know kevin bacon it was just right. he wasn't a huge star no he's becoming a bigger star right it wasn't as crispy but reba right. was a name reba was oh, reba, the reba's a huge name, name. right yeah, because of her music career right so Huh. Still, but I mean, what could have been? I guess. <laughs> I wonder. <clears throat> Honestly, I, I don't think we would have got the writing, and I could be completely wrong, but I don't think we would have got the writing that turned Bert into the character that we all know and love today. I no, think you're probably, probably right. I think you're right about that. Yeah, because that's definitely where you start seeing it in this sequel is where you see that like turn. You know what I mean? Like obviously you got it in the first one, but he was still so much more grounded in the first one in comparison. Like but here he really turned it up with the arm with the tr- truck, the gun, everything. Fucking deuce of course. <laughs> <laughs> I love every time that scene rolls in where he's just burrowing dude and it's just the smoke pipes are just like, <laughs> so much gas. What else we got, brother? Earl struggles struggles with ostriches at the beginning of the film while attempting to get them to mate. His difficulty may lie with the fact that both of them are male. Female oh. ostriches are noticeably shorter and gray. What the fuck? Huh. Well then, <laughs> guess you learn something new every day. Yes, welcome you do. Gore, welcome to Gorbachev, everybody. <laughs> well, right. now, hey, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. We learned that, but did Earl? 
he may not have. I wonder if that was supposed to be like an actual, like if you got this or like, it was just somebody who was like, get two ostriches for the scene. I think they didn't give a shit Two ostriches and no one cares. I think it's somebody that knew ostriches and it was kind of like a little in joke as to why he couldn't I hope, get them to meet. Honestly, that's kind of better <laughs> because that just fits perfectly with Earl's character. Right. He gets the short end of the stick. Exactly. And at the same time, like, I feel like out of him and Vale in the first one, like, he was the smarter of the two. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He, he just, was more the idea man, I guess. He just, he. Hey, idea men are important. They are. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> but now they have Continue on. Again. Yeah. Continue on. One of the full scale graboids used in the film was a refurbished model that was used in the first film. Huh. Awesome. Shout out to just our homeboy, Nick Benson. Yeah. I wonder if that was the one that was in the desert that was uh, moaning, I'm guessing. Now, remember, uh, remind us again, TJ, what the original design was supposed to be. Mm. <laughs> the foreskin. Circumcised uh, yeah. penises. You got you to pull, pull back the, the skin uh. sheet to reveal the head of the, to reveal the, the glorious, massive head of the graboid. Uh, yeah. Now, circumcised them fuckers. I will have to say uh, that that fellow that plays Grady, wasn't in a lot of stuff. His first uh, film appearance is in 1984, a film called Firstborn. Wow. He was in Parent Trap 3 in 89. Okay. Didn't even know there's a third <laughs> one or a second one. Right. Uh, a movie called John's in 96, which I'm going to guess has something to do with male prostitution. Yeah. Uh, Jane Doe in 06. And he did a TV show. Oh, he was also in Black Swan. That's a as uh, a sexy waiter named Scott. Ooh, is that really what it's labeled? Oh yeah, waiter? you're right. Yes, he oh, was. He was. <laughs> Bob was like, oh yeah, I remember the sexy waiter. And Chad, he was in 22 episodes of Mantis as Taylor Savage. So he was in every episode of Mantis because like, <laughs> that's oh. probably all the episodes they made. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Baywatch is Greg. <laughs> he was on Baywatch. Hmm. I, gotta, I gotta find a specific episode. I haven't watched every episode. I've watched a, a majority of Baywatch. Right. You guys, stay tuned to Project Louder. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! Dude, did you just announce a Baywatch podcast? <laughs> That's the new idea. Yeah. Huffing with the Hoff. I love that idea. I love it. Continuing on, uh, to achieve the infrared view of the Shriekers as seen in several scenes, the actors wore red suits and yellow stockings, then were shot in high 8 videotape and blown up to 35mm film. To add an additional grainy effect, the post-production video engineers then rendered the faces and bodies in different colors. Oh, nice. So it was all just a trick of the a camera trick to make it look infrared. Good night, Ed. Good night, a predator as well. Really. Yeah, this the scene with the baby shrieker was created using a full size shrieker and a large cage, making the shrieker look small. As a consequence, no actors could be shown at the same time in, as the cage and the shrieker. Oh, Such a good scene. Such it was a good scene. It was really, really. That's nice. where practical effects shine. Like speaking of oh, a really good practical effects movie, the Demolitionist from '96, Robert Kurtzman first movie. It's like a fucking special effects marvel. It's all it is. That sounds familiar, but I can't quite place it's, it. It's, it's really rad. I'll have to. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Check it out, guys. It's not yeah, a good copy, special. but it, it's oh. fun. Send yeah. it to us in the chat. We gotta check that. Is Sharon yeah. Stone in that? 
She might be. I'll go double check. That yeah. sounds really familiar. That sounds like something she was in. Mm-hmm. Demolitionist. I don't know. It's a demolitionist. I had a lot of caffeine. Why did I just drink two of those? <clears throat> Wait, maybe oh. I'm thinking the specialist, not the demolitionist. Sorry. Keep going, Demolition Chad. I'll, I'll find okay. out. Uh, during post-production, the creators campaigned for the film to receive a theatrical wide release. Although unsuccessful, the film did play in limited theaters across the world, including the Ooh. TCL Hollywood Theater, the Alfred Hitchcock Theater, and the National Theater in Tokyo, Japan. Oh. Right. oh. So at least got some sort of theater. I <sighs> Dude, guess, I still. feel like they could have did well with this in theater, man. Yeah. They should have just tried it. I don't know. I think like, obviously, it would have upped the budget that much more, and they probably didn't want to do that in the first place, but... Yeah, but oh, okay. Nicole Eggert, okay. I, I still it, think it could have worked. Right? <laughs> oh, boy, Savini's in Langenkamp are in it, too. Nice. Sorry, let me hydrate a second. Yeah, oh, you're fine. You're fine. What, okay. Wait, the wet that whistle, big dick. De- big yeah, what that whistle. Uh, you were going to okay. say big dick. <laughs> Here you go, buddy boy. What that willy. <laughs> in, the script, in the script, Earl and Grady venture inside the destroyed radio tower and discover multiple dead bodies. The scene was removed due to its interference and with pacing and that it would go over budget. Storyboards of the scene can be seen on the interior flaps of the original Laserdisc release. Now I gotta get that original laser disc. Yo, Brandon Lane. And you gotta figure that's that's gonna be on like the dying days of laser discs. So this thing is probably super rare now. Yeah. You're talking 96. Yeah. Damn. What a (laughs) what a flex. Like, dude, whole collection. (laughs) That'd be a hell of a thing to have as a full laser disc collection. Be insane, dude. Uh, homeboy Brandon does have a bunch of them. I know a store oh, I need true. to go to to go find it. I have one. Okay, you can buy Tremors one and two on Laserdisc for fifty four ninety nine, and a collection lot. That is not bad wow. by any means. No, that's, that's not bad that. at all. I mean, just to see that thing that Chad just mentioned. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now I only have to get a laser display. <laughs> That's the trick. Uh-huh. Uh, and one that works. Mm. Keep going, Chad Daddy. In addition to the shriekers designed by Amalgamated Dynamics, some scenes in the film used shriekers that were CGI designed by Tippett Studio. These yeah. animated shriekers were used to show walking, running, or climbing as the movements were beyond the capabilities of fully articulated puppet shriekers. And it was very obvious CGI also. Yes. It was very obvious video. CGI, but it wasn't. this wasn't terrible CGI. It wasn't okay, this, last year's CGI. This okay. CGI was better than... Uh, Mortal Kombat 1995. When we were watching this on VHS. Uh, we didn't give a fuck. Uh, when we no. watch it in 1080p upscale and all that fucking fantastic shit with the scans and shit we have, it looks like hell. And these lower budget, late 90s direct video films don't stand up as well on the visual effects side as we'd like it to be because of that increase in visual quality. I mean, lots of films have suffered because of that. Uh, I think it's part of the charm, though. It is part yeah. of the charm. Sometimes it could work. Some films, yeah. I, and I think I've stated on the show before, and I think we, we all have, that some films are, are better watched on the VHS format. It's the way it is. Yeah. Dude, speaking of VHS going nuts, Cameron's been going. Yo, oh, he yes, he is. That kid's on his hair. He's going Man, broke he would, before he leaves. He, he, 
he would not want to see my garage then. I've got boxes and boxes of old VHS just sitting out there. See, probably no good anymore. We might have said this on the episode, but when like Event Horizon would be one to watch on VHS. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the money right there. Although that's still great in 4K. Yeah. And the, the CGI wasn't awful. No, it was no, just it was. floating shit in the hallways. But we did talk about that. But yeah, going back to Tremors. Yeah, that was the only I would say that was the only major flaw of this movie was the data yeah. CGI scenes. Other than that, nothing else. Which is which is really funny because you compare something like that. And I understand budgets are a huge difference. But mm. something that was made three years earlier, Jurassic Park, which the CGI still stands <laughs> up today. Apples and oranges, Chief. I know, but it's <laughs> true. It's like. That's like bubble gum and fucking twenty ounce steak, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wait, no, no. It's, just, it's just it's just so funny though because something no, that's three years older looks so yeah. much better. Listen, dude, I still think there's movies today with the best CGI that still don't fucking look as good as Jurassic Park. So whatever the fuck Steven Spielberg fucking did for that, you want? I think he used real dinosaurs. He used real dinosaurs. Do right. you want to know why it's so good? You still had to get creative. Now this is like CGI that shit. It's done. There's no creativity. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with real dinosaurs. <laughs> well, hey, nobody said creativity. If anybody could do it, it's Spielberg. If anybody could afford it, it's right. him. Condes. I mean, he he did Temple of Doom. But just remember, you know, they did. They even had a full size T Rex animatronic too. That's right. Which broke down constantly. Huh, I'm going like to see a bunch of those uh, next week, actually. It's some drive-through dinosaur event. I'm taking their kids. All right. <laughs> That's the tits. Hell yeah. Hey, the That's Reptile good. Expo's next weekend. Yes, it is. Ooh, reptile. Very nice. Reptile. After filming production wrapped in 94, Tremors was shelved for two years after the studio was unsure what to do with the movie. This was because Universal was shocked when test audiences adored the film and demanded it play in theaters, which prompted the creators to fight Universal's proposal into sending the film direct to video. After two years of trying to secure a wide theatrical release and failing, Universal finally released film in April of 96, exactly two years after filming had finished. Thank you, test audiences. You know what? I like Seriously. you guys because we've had issues with test audiences before for fucking us. Fuck. Event Horizon. Yeah. Listen, there are times right. where test audiences are your best friends, and there are times where they are cunts. But the fact that <laughs> sorry, no, sure but, no we're, we're, we're over the limit. We're, we're done. Limit, well, Bobby. We're done. Cancel me. We're canceled. Me. Ripped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> That's no. right, Brody. You threw me off, Bobby. <laughs> what the fuck we were on? <laughs> Test audience. Test audience. Yes. No, but like you just said, these guys actually, even they said, put this shit in theaters. Like, I don't understand. I wonder where like the campaign fell flat that they just couldn't get it going. Or yeah, that there was an executive yeah. who was just like, no. Like, that's that's, more than what, that's what it is. Guarantee. That's right. definitely what happened. Like they're just like, oh, the people want it. And there's just one douchebag who's like, nah, it's just fuck you. I don't want it. Yeah. Now that guy's probably just pissed off because Kevin Bacon fucked his wife. And he's had it against the whole I Tremors hope, franchise ever since. I would hope that would be some crazy backstory in the Tremors fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would make it as to why the rest of the sequels are all direct to video now. <laughs> hey man. Like I said, I enjoyed the whole series. 
Oh, yeah. I think five picks it up again pretty well. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree Just with saying. that. You've got Just great saying. points. I gave up with three, but I'm going to give it another chance to pick it up. You, I say, you have the whole disc set now. You have no reason because not. Because I know, I know. I, it's... It's just one of those things where it has to be the right time with the kids. It, yeah, it's going to be one. I feel like you, when you watch know, Bobby, that, the you kids should, would love it. No, they will. Especially because they're just going to hear ass blaster the whole time. And they're just going to. Oh, God, they're going to love that. Listen, Harper's going to be giggling the whole movie. The best line from that movie. Oh, let's call him ass blaster. Sounds like a porno film. Yep. <laughs> and I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my wife is correct. Three was shit. But no, it, 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 it's it's shit when it's just the shittiest out of the series. Yeah. Well, like we said. Anyways, any more uh, notes there, Chadwick? Yes. Earl points to a Playboy centerfold on his wall and says that it was Miss October of 74. The real Miss October 74 was Esther Cordett, a brown-haired Panamanian, in contrast to the blonde Helen Shaver, who in the film is supposed to be the woman in the photo. The actual centerfold scene in the film is of Miss September of 1970, Debbie Ellison. Oh. Which, kudos I mean, to her. I've had a Playmate on before. Yeah. Oh, yes, he has. I just never, it's, it's this Patreon exclusive uh, content. Ah. Yeah, it's uh, my interview with Sandy Johnson. Nice. Mm. I can't remember what year she was. 70 something. I think it was 70. I, I, I do not have any, I, I don't have any info tank on any of oh, those. I think 77. <laughs> I thought you would just look to your left in your giant nudie bag collection and be like, yes, <laughs> there it is. Right there it is. Let me reference it real quick. Yeah, Chad, anything else? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Amalgamated Dynamics was faced with a challenge different from the first film. In Tremors, the Graboids spend most of their time underground, and a prop was not needed. In this film, the Shriekers spend all their time above ground, and there are always more Shriekers than Graboids, thus the need for more props. The Shrieker mm. pops used in the film include two fully articulated full-scale Shriekers, three handheld puppet versions of the Shriekers, and three unjointed, non-articulated rubber shrieker dummies. The fully articulated full-scale shriekers required 16 puppeteers to operate, while the rubber shriekers, not requiring puppeteers, were used in scenes where a shrieker was needed to be dropped, shot, or exploded. That makes sense. Real quick, Sandy Johnson, June 74. Thank you, buddy. (laughs) Thank you for that. You're welcome. Your Monet <laughs> photography tip of the week. Uh, not to, not to be confused. Look it up. Not to be confused with her husband, Harry Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was in Harry and her cousin, Magic Johnson. <laughs> he was in Playgirl of April 74. <laughs> On the wall of Earl's home, we see that he and Val did end up in both People and National Geographic magazine, among others. Also, mm-hmm. the photo used for People is the one that Rhonda took of Val and Earl at the end of the movie. In the first movie, they both discuss about how they'll make it to the cover of People magazine or National Geographic. And they end mm-hmm. up on both. That's awesome. Yes, they did. I wish we saw that Nike commercial that uh, uh, Grady was talking about. Yeah, yeah. that would have been cool. But I would, again, I would, Reebok. I, I want to see what the uh, Shriekers arcade game would have been. Or the Scrabboids. Oh, the Scrabboid arcade yeah. Yeah. game. When I saw that first time in this movie, I'm like, do they have that in arcades? What, <laughs> actually, that, lucky. That, that wouldn't exist. Twitter would find out that uh, Earl didn't get any of the money and they would be canceled. 
<laughs> nowadays yes yes yes, yes. that would be one of the times where something like that could be justified there you go bingo earl, earl deserves hey, that earl bassett he does <laughs> hashtag justice for earl yeah <laughs> i mean he he wins out at the end of this one though yeah. uh not Oh, okay, there is a we thing don't that know. I, no, we yes, don't we do. Know. You blow up our refinery. No, apparently, what happened was literally there was people asking questions about this movie. There is an answer. They got um, they didn't get the full amount, but they each got like a decent amount of money. Like they 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 made sure. Yeah, I'm they sure they would have to pay a little bit back to. Uh, That's the full the product. full amount was. But they each like had eight hundred. Like no, no, the full amount was eight hundred thousand. Right, because they they're each the at three hundred thousand a piece, but that wasn't even the ones that. Uh, uh, no, oh my god, it wasn't. The actual and count that they, the actually count that they were owed was one point four million. Really? That's all you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's all three of them, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Nice. Fuck yeah, dude. That's some okay. payout right there. All right, so let's, let's move along. Two designs were created for the Shriekers, the one used in this film, and the other was recycled for another film. TJ, can you guess what that film was? I think we talked about this before. Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers. Yeah! They were recycled for the bugs in Starship Troopers. Effects artist Phil Tippett helmed the effects works for both films at the same time. If you watch Starship Troopers closely, the bugs have mandibles identical to the Graboids from Tremors. Yep. Yes, they do. Although, God damn, that is such more of a gory movie. So you want to watch a good Phil Tippett uh, CGI, go yes. watch it whenever they have proper money. You want to watch a bad one? There you go. Wait, no, that's 99, isn't it? 97? 97. Yeah, 97. It's right in front of me. Okay, yeah. So th- th- there's the contrast in work right there. And what you said, budget too. Yeah. Again, it, it all, it's all how much money they have. It's all relative. Yep. Was that also released by Universal Pictures? Ooh. I, I think. Yes. I want to say yes. Probably. Yeah. Okay. And finally, the scene where Bert fights the Shrieker horde as they ambush his truck was actually scripted and shot, but cut from the final film. The director, S.S. Wilson, doubled his gummer for stunt sequences and jumped to the truck's windshield for a scene. However, the yeah. scene was ultimately deleted when the producers felt they couldn't get the CGI Shriekers to look convincing enough against the nighttime background. I'm kind of happy they left it out. I like the slightly more ambiguous uh yeah. ambiguity of, of what happened really in the scene because i've always kind of felt that bert embellished the story a little bit yes well, not only that in the third one we got that night sequence of shriekers and they didn't look good in general so no. I, I mean no I, wait that, <clears throat> that, that was, was the series that was the series no that was tremors three i think they also had that in the series though so then they probably did both but they didn't might have they didn't look good at night no. so I, now that you say that i'm like i'm happy that's not in there because although i want to see it i do but i'm happy it's not in the film that was the one where he uses all the night or he's in the night vision goggles yeah and he's got the right? 50 yeah. caliber guns on each side he's just laughing as he's doing it. Like, yep. <laughs> it is three isn't it <laughs> I think they, I want to say they also did that in the series too, though, but you're right. It's the opening scene for three. Yes, it is. Which was weird because that was like the last time we saw Shriekers until Shrieker Island. So is the, is the series even worth watching? 
Mm-hmm. I, no, no. I never finished it. I did. I have them all on VHS. I taped them. Wasn't there only like 12 episodes? <laughs> yeah, that's why I taped yeah, them. I was going to say, it wasn't. Yeah. Look for it. I mean, I remember when it came out as a kid, I, we had to go to a, something for my brother at his high school. I taped it because I'm like, I'm missing my show. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Fucking make me tape this bullshit. It, was it prior to three? That's where I get confused because I feel like. Yeah, it was it was it was after because right, he's got the the white graboids in that series, too, that continues into three. Right, OK, the whole Ahab white whale bullshit. Yes. <laughs> he's good old Ahab. All right. <laughs> Onward. Onward, gentlemen. That is the last of the behind the scenes. Damn. All right, gentlemen. Big questions. If you had the budget of the Mexican army, what would you get? Two army trucks and everything that Bert had and more. I want. Actually, you know what I want? Let me refine this question. No, no. Here's no wait. Okay. I want an army truck like Bert had. Another army truck with a 50 caliber machine gun on the back. Just go out there with the shriekers and just go all day. I was going to say, I could refine it to what would be the one thing that you would want that you could get from them that you would want for your personal. Because remember, he had, he had that bazooka. Yeah. A bazooka. Um, hmm. I'm not going to lie. If I'm going to go nuts, dude, if I could actually ask anything, I'm just going to be like, tank. Oh, tank. Mm. Give me a tank. I don't know if no, it would happen. No, no, no. But... I, I... <laughs> no you know. Uh, fuck. Minigun. Yeah. It's a launcher. Like Arnie's and T2? Absolutely. Go the short barrel style? Okay. You don't want old painless? I ain't got time to bleed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I'll take you. I don't really have any other questions for this. I feel like this was kind of a straightforward sequel. Like, Yeah, my notes for this were like completely empty. I wrote down the deaths and that was it. I just sat back and enjoyed the film. Right. Like it didn't, I don't know. It was simple enough to where it didn't have a lot of like, oh, what could, you know. Yeah, you don't don't have to overthink this movie. No. No, and you shouldn't. Exactly. So then, so then let's get let's get into these questions then. Bobby, I got a question for you. I might have an answer. You, you saw no problem in that zombie attack last night? Oh, on the WCW thing? Uh, not, oh my god, EC was it? WWE backlash. Yeah. So this comes a week after they say AEW having a cage match set the the, the industry back 30 years because of how gruesome it was. Then they put zombies on. They have zombies attack their wrestlers on a fucking pay per view. You want to you want to oh, talk about setting movie? back the industry? Look like shit. Why? Why? In promotion of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Yeah. No, fucking was... sellouts. <laughs> Which well, well, Brody that much more promo- promoting? Yeah. I want to I want to answer Brody real quick before I forget. Brody, that was not a nuke he was trying to hide. That's actually just a cannon shell. Yeah. And a it, nuke yeah. would be way bigger. And I didn't know how bad that Unless was. Unless it's the Starship until... Troopers. Well, yeah. Put a nuke on a bug hole, you got a lot of dead bugs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I didn't know how bad that zombie attack was until I watched it. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. You like, just can't do stuff like that. It's so out of context. Like, it's uh... terrible. Easy. 
like terrible. You know, terrible as in terrible. Like it was just like one of those like I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to watch this. Anymore. It's the one where you're like, I think I gotta take a shit, but I'm just gonna make that excuse. So you I said this was on a paper. It's so it's yeah, it's so funny because Jericho's tweet as it was happening, it was uh he was so pissed at like that comment that they said that the match he had set the industry back 30 years. His tweet was 30 years, dot dot dot, 30 years, ha <laughs> zombies. <laughs> I, uh, I would be so yeah. permissed. I would be so pissed. To have that in the middle of a pay-per-view match. Same. That'd be so fucking... Yeah. No. No, 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 no. That's not what you paid for. I mean, you they do for- have uh, like one of their like top female performers uh, who is like a dual personality who they switch live with her clothes by switch by by literally pre-recording the segment and then she's like they, there's a sound cue and then she switches they even had Braun Strowman whenever he would run they blow a fucking train noise. I'm not even hmm. joking. If he would run, mm. they would play a train noise. You know what this makes me think of is when WWE brought back ECW. And yeah, how so they, had the that was. they had the ECW zombie. Yeah. That's exactly what it's making me think of. That's how bad that is. Ugh. Damn. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so boys, we got the questions. Normal questions. Format? DVD. Same. Same. Regular <laughs> DVD. I, I wanted to enjoy the set that I bought. That's why I watched it in that format. Correct. I watched it on uh, streaming. Did they have, was it just 1080 or did they actually have like, they didn't probably 1080. No 4K. So there's no 4K for this. Yeah, I, didn't think so. I checked. Look who owns it. It's that glorious first one. But nice. Yeah, dude, you got to get the use out of your multi, uh, your seven disc set there, bud. Absolutely. Douche. Mm. I you kind of have to na this because there really wasn't a douche in the movie. I would say maybe Bert when he first showed up. Eh, no, that's always Bert though. That's always Bert. But that's just it. He's he's the although, closest although to a douche, actually, but none of them were real douches. No, you could say uh, Earl at first was a douche <laughs> at first. I feel like that's just because he's lost out on so much where everybody else is. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, I'm going to NA this. There's no real answer to it. You know, so I'm going to say the Graboids just to be like, here, here's your real douche. (laughs) The Graboids, they had to come back. Yeah, dude, there really isn't anybody. No. Like, nobody's like a complete douchebag. Like, even the The creatures are are, uh, oppressive enough, I guess, for the story. There you go. Yeah. Favorite kill? Oh. The graboid that Burt blows in half with the 50 cal. Ooh. The shrieker, I mean, not the graboid. No, no. I, yeah, I knew he was there. Uh, the first one, uh, the first scene where the, uh, that fact, the uh, oil worker gets killed, because that to me, to start a movie like that, you already, I mean, we already knew what a graboid looked like, but what a way to start a movie. I, I like his kill. Off screen kills count? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah go ahead. Isn't it that, it, that one oil worker is driving the car? Yeah, where you just all they found was his hands dangling. Yeah, hands. that's that. Oh, again, yeah. Jurassic, you want to talk about Jurassic Park? Mm-hmm. Back? Yeah, exactly hard vibes, yep. dude. Ah, uh, who? I'm gonna have to say the guy in the window. What the fuck was his name? Oh, that was um Julio. Is that Julio? Yeah, he got the nastiest because at least you get to see them like chomping to his leg and shit like that. You don't see the actual kill, unfortunately, but obviously he gets eaten and maimed. So yeah, yeah. 
Yep. Uh, look, at, look at you guys. Match uh, right? <laughs> Best scene. Oof. Oh, okay. When they see the dead Graboid, and then as they're going to the truck. The reintroduction okay. of a one Burt Gummer. That's what I was thinking, was when Burt rolls in with the fucking truck. No, I like the whole... I like the whole... What is that? Oh, it's something better. (laughs) For me, it's the whole night... The whole nighttime scene from when they're at night to when they go to the radio tower, like that whole sequence. Because that, to me, feels like a real horror movie at that point, because you're still not sure. Yeah, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to agree with Bobby when the... uh, When the Graboid explodes and they, they see the open husk and everything. Like, that was just a real nasty effect. And... And, and as I like, go ahead, John. Sorry. Well, I was gonna say that to like the lead up of when they actually see the shriekers, because obviously it goes from like, okay, getting a little scary, and then it goes funny because obviously they're doing the the gun thing. They're like, how fucking big is this thing? <laughs> and then like, <boop. laughs> and I found yeah. the music during that scene was so great. So Hell yeah. Opening you got scene. To, did you say what was yours? Yeah, I said the introduction of a one Burt Gummer. Oh. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm I'm assuming you mean when he comes into Mexico and not when he's sitting right. in his basement. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's basement is pretty funny too. Right? Yeah, yeah, dude, you got to see that mount. That was fucking great. <laughs> and it, it's a callback to the original. Did you, yeah. Did you yes, notice the patch brick as well? Yep. Yeah. You know what? That's the that's the Tremors equivalent of that scene where we see Martin Brody walk past the barrels from Jaws one. That's Ooh. that's that's the Burt Gummer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you I'm go. I'm picking up an echo. Why the fuck can I hear myself? Oh, we 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 hear you just fine. No, it's coming from one of you guys. Is like it's coming right. through your speakers, or it's too loud through the headphones. Right. And so, did the opening scene hook you in? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it brought you right back. Because what? This was five years after the first movie. So yes. No, so, uh, technically, it was ninety. Yeah. So technically, four if you consider when they well, made it. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, they, yeah they, got it. they wasted no time bringing the no, graboids in. Yep. Like, listen, so, we yeah. already know this is what you're here for. Here it is. Great. Think I can see one? Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. Best hits, hottest girl. I think we both can uh, agree that uh, Shaver really? and uh, Bassett. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bass has got the, and you know what? They even gave it out. Uh, they both gave him the sweet butt glance shot. Yes, they did. Kind of nice. Yeah. Her nice. Fantastic. Uh, took us. Her, her, her butt was on both. Yes. Right. That was, that was one for, even the wife was like, yes. She's like, you know what? They never do that. And I was like, what's that? She's like, they never give a shot for the ladies. And I was like, yeah, they did. Jason got to help. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Shrink my yeah. <laughs> yep. You can't have pickles. Although there was also that one movie. Uh, what was the movie? You guys covered it on Lights, Camera, Exploitation. Uh, Basket Case. Yep. There was a lot of dong hanging in that one, too. Uh, and just just to throw this out there. Um, what's the what's what's the movie with? Um, I don't know. Oh, shit. The one where you see Kevin camp? Bacon. This is the one where you see Kevin Bacon doing the full money. Oh, you see Kevin's bacon, bacon. Yeah. Um, I was trying to tip of my tongue. Isn't it like it's a shower scene man, or something? It? Yeah, it's a shower scene. No, it's not Hollow, Hollow Man. Uh, Denise Richards and Nev Campbell are in it. The only reason. Oh, uh, fuck. Fuck, know. fuck, 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 fuck. I know exactly. God damn it. To Google. <laughs> damn it. 
I mean, that was a good movie too. It's a lot of twists and turns. And I think uh, wasn't Bill Murray in that too? Uh, I do not know. What the that fuck one. are you talking about? Oh, shit, what's the hell? I, I have no idea. I'm I'm lost here. Myself. Wild things. That's it. Wild, Wild things. things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Matt Dillon. DJ, if you haven't seen, watch it. Bill Murray was in that. Yes, thought so. He was like the one detective or something. You are correct, sir. <laughs> All right. All right, next score. Up. Great. I like the score, yeah. It's really I thought good. it was really well. I like the, the western twanginess of the music. Right. Yeah. As soon as they Very, hit south uh, of the border, though, it goes straight border. like mariachi yeah. band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wrong. And not to mention, I like the, I mean, I don't know if you can consider it, but the songs that they use on the radio for when the Tremors has it swallowed and he's like chasing them around and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. Woo. I like the okay. Mexican radio announcer talking in the he's just speaking in Spanish and you can understand Travis Tritt. Yeah, yeah. Fucking A boys. Okay. Favorite character, because we're not gonna know best song, so Yeah, say that that one country song that they played. Uh well no, I was gonna say Travis Tritt song, so trouble. There you go. Uh, okay, we can go that one. But, um, okay. Uh favorite character? Hmm. Bert. Bert, Bert, Bert. Every sequel we pick, Bert is going to be Bert. Bert, Bert. <laughs> no, we're going to get to three, and I'm going to pick. I mean, I'm going to pick fucking Miguel. All right, that's what I'm going to do. Hey, <laughs> rest in peace, Miguel. Yeah, yeah. The uh, best. All right, wait. Best. One of the other best lines of that movie. Sorry, is when he's sitting there looking at his truck and it's upside down. He's like, "My big grizzly boy, my sidearms," and it just starts firing up. He goes, "Goes my ammo." Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Yep. But you, if you look at his face, it's he's kind of just like he literally looks like this. He's like this. He's like, I am. <laughs> Good stuff. His delivery, spot on. Scary. Nah. No. no I don't think it was no. supposed to be. I, I would it's say, supposed to be just fun. Although I would say the first time, like kind of maybe because of that the, the night scene, then it goes back to the this is a, this is an American kaiju film with mini kaijus. Mini <laughs> kaiju. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Godzilla. See, they they get creepy in a few scenes. They do. They they, they do. go a little dark and then it just goes funny again. It's good horror action comedy. They're like if pigs had sex with the bugs from Starship Troopers. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> I wonder how those noises would go. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> Fuck it, a lot, does lot more it, squealing. Does, does it hold it up? Hold up today? Uh, I would say yeah. CGI so. doesn't. CGI is said, yeah. Of, I think the rest it does. of it, yeah, yeah. Like, you just gotta pass on that. Yep. There's not too many, and there's not too many scenes with the CGI. No, there really isn't. There's like maybe like a handful at best. Yeah. Right. Acting pretty damn good. I think yeah. everybody did, did yeah, their, their, really their role. I did. I do think that some of the uh, the Spanish actors, some of their scenes are a little weak. But that also could just be because of the the, uh, the budgetary constraints. I just felt like some of these. Uh, we'll talk about. It when we get the cinematography. Keep going. Was right. did you like the cinematography then? Oh, yeah, no, I, I think it was very really <laughs> run of the mill. Uh, I think uh, you know whenever it, it comes to cinematography. This film is so fucking middle of the road. It just, it, again, like I, I've said in the past, it, it does enough to get by. It, it it does the opposite of the previous film. It doesn't mm. capture the setting. It doesn't really 
You know what I'm talking about? Like the last film really glorified where it was filmed at. And you got a lot of those big open shots yeah. of the mountains and stuff. Yeah, I know and exactly. Was, I mean, not, not once did you look at this and say, oh, they're definitely in Mexico. Yes. Yeah, no. No, it just looked like they were in a hilly valley. Yeah, they could have exactly. literally been anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Besides the Mexican music, as soon as they hit the border, that's like the only like, mm-hmm. okay, we're here. It just, you saw the budget visually. And I think that that, that that's a problem and i again as some of those scenes where we see uh some of our american actors interacting with holding for yeah. hucks julio and pedro i feel like those are some of the weaker reference <laughs> it's more of those uh i just feel like uh they're not as well there's bobby's mom they're just cameo yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's running away. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? I just I know exactly. Yeah, no, it's yeah. It, yeah, it's it's not very standout. No, mm-hmm. not one bit. It's just not the same level of quality. We see the interactions between uh, Earl and uh, what the fuck, no. Grady. No. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I was gonna say besides the animatronics, probably the most expensive other shot would have been when the truck was getting pulled backward and they did that whole scene. Yeah. Was the next be... film funded by the sci fi channel? Yes. Uh yes. Three was. Okay. Uh and then that's I, when I wish that was a ride. What? The the, the truck? truck being pulled. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun as fuck, dude. <laughs> dude. That uh like you get to get pulled at sixty miles an hour in a truck by a graboid. Do we need straps? I'm cool. I, don't I mean, if a- they do a full Tremors of the Ride where you deal with like all the species of Tremors or Graboids, that would be amazing. Why not? That could be a... You know, when you start to think about it, this film's actually a pretty low production film. Think of the settings and think of how... like. Oh, yeah, dude. The Same sets hill. are half-built sets. Literally mm-hmm. half-built sets. Oh, and yeah. then the refinery, they worked a lot with inside that refinery and then just got to blow it up at the end. Uh, it's... You know, when you when you sit back and, and look at it like we're doing right now in a grander view, it's actually kind of a small film. Oh, very. It really yeah. I mean, and How many times do they go through that same valley with that one where it's just yeah. a, a housing structure with like no roof on it? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. And I think that that's, times, uh, right? that's what really hinders you relating to the setting and really getting a connection to the setting, unlike the first film. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Which, with which that. is probably why they did the whole back to perfection thing, because losing that sense of isolation and losing that sense of, uh, I don't know, urgency that this film did. You know what I'm talking about? Because the first film had them trapped and it kind of they had the sense of urgency to escape. And this film is more of a this is this is Earl's chance to prove himself that they could leave at any point type deal. I mean, give it or take getting into the car or not. But there's they still have this. Let's blow up the fucking refinery type thing and kill and get our money you know what i'm talking about right. it's just the setting and the, the story just completely makes the tone of the film a little different like i said dude it's aliens they nuked the site for or they nuked the site again for yes but they weren't trying to they, that was they no were just, it, it was wasn't even about trying to get the money it. at that point that was just the we got to stop these before they get out kind of situation i yeah. do like sequels that do that use this approach though where they take the ending from the first film and then they take one of the main characters and it's like the happy ending you thought happened wasn't actually happy. This is run down. So this is a story of redemption. Yeah. And this is the sequel. I like films that take this approach rather than any other approach because it, it's, it's more realistic and it's a more grounded approach. And I think that 
maybe that's why I enjoy it because it's it's a well told out story and it doesn't over, try to overcomplicate itself. No, it doesn't at all. It keeps it straight to straight right off the bat. And I think that that segues into the premise question. So, boys. Yeah, really I like, like the, the premise. I, yeah, yeah I, do, I do like the premise. Yes, it's a great sequel. It takes what it, you know and it continues it forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Gives you a- any way you any way you slice it, mm-hmm. yep. and then opens the box of possibility of where they could go after the fact. Right in the shitter. Okay, boys, let's rake this. <laughs> uh, recycle, rewind, or remake. Uh, I'm going to rewind for days. Yeah, rewind. rewind. This, this film hits hard in the nutsack with the nostalgia factor for me because I saw it a lot on television. And, of course, I believe I had the VHS at one point. So, again, just I've rewatched the series ten times over, and it's, it's fantastic. It's definitely one of your go-to feel-good comedy horror franchises. It's very really light on the front, uh, on the horror. This is, again, for you. You guys it's come family friendly. more and more. This is diet horror at, at its finest. Oh, it's family-friendly, yeah. though. It's, yeah. it's something yeah. you can sit down and enjoy with the kids. Now, surprisingly, the later in the series do kind of get a little darker. Yes. Oh, yes. Like, Shrieker Island definitely, I feel, was hot, obviously heavy on the again. That's playing off the modern trends and the oh, yeah, absolutely extreme, or they're not effective today. Uh, right. Spiral, <laughs> uh, it's, it's just films tend to rely on that in order to really make any sort of an impact in today's uh, how do you want to say film environment? If there is anyone, because most of it's just green screen, bullshit well, yeah, anyway. I mean, so you're talking movies, we're watching movies right now pre the darkening. Mm-hmm. And then now we're 20 years after the darkening, so or maybe 10 years. Because oh, TJ, thanks for mentioning green screen. That just reminded me of that fucking meme I shared. The Matrix a couple of days ago. The Matrix. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That has ruined that fucking I, I, scene. I, and I couldn't agree with that. And the, I couldn't agree with that statement anymore. <laughs> oh, guys. Okay, let's rate this. Uh, Big Johnny D. What's your skull? <sighs> I really wish I remembered Tremors one. But I feel like I'm just going to have to give it a solid four. Okay, Chad. Uh, I'm going to go with a 3.75. CGI held it back just a little. Bob. I'm going to be right behind Johnny. I'm going to say about a 3.8. So same as Brody. There you go. I am going to give it a 3.5. And that is a Gore Moore score of 3.8. Nice. I think that's actually Brody was dead on. For right? Very fair. Sweet, sweet. And then next Ooh. week, oh, next week, week, I'm excited for. We were just talking about it earlier, TJ. Is it Alien Three? Alien Three, baby. Yeah, Chad. Yes, you you weren't in here, so you weren't purview to the conversation. Uh, the other day, I smoked a bunch, and I was talking to uh, Nick and. Brody about the next season of LCE, and I convinced mm-hmm. myself that I said David Lynch and not Fincher on the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Not even remotely <laughs> close. Could you, could you imagine a Lynchian Alien Three? Oh wow, that would be. That'd be awesome. Wow. Oh, fuck it, a. So yeah. yeah. That was a review of uh, Tremors 2, Aftershocks. Can you feel it, baby? I sure can. That was a good absolutely fucking film. That was a great one. That was a good review. Next week, we do have Alien 3. We will be doing the the long cut. Mm. The uh, What is it What is it called? It's just I the think it's called the, 
Is it, is it the extended cut or the producer's cut? I don't remember exactly. But One or the other. Chad Daddy will do his research sometime this week, so we'll know more. Absolutely. We'll be prepped for next episode. It'll be good time. Fincher, not Lynch. That's going to be a shirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking A. So, uh, friendly reminder that the Gormore Podcast is part of the Project Louder Podcasting Network, home to other great podcasts, such as Ghoulies Unflushed, the TJ Bowser Power Hour, Big Bag, Beetle Bros, Fatality, Mortal Kombat, Retrospective, Lights, Camera, Exploitation, Wrestling Ruin, Rabbit Hole, and so much more. Head on over to projectlouder.net and listen. And, of course, available on anywhere you consume audio-only content. Thank you guys for tuning in on another episode of the Goremore Podcast. Is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, the pod boss, setting out. This is your Chad Daddy, a.k.a. The Chad, signing off. Yeah. This is your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby Amon, saying, we'll kill you next week. <laughs>